Hello everyone and welcome to episode 63 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about what I learnt from over a thousand hours of studying Spanish or rather what I learned from a thousand hours of immersing, of active immersion in Spanish. If you're not really sure what I mean by that when I say active immersion, don't worry, I'll explain that in just a second. But before we get into the full episode, just a couple of quick things that I would like to talk to you guys about. Firstly, if you enjoy the podcast uh, and you would like to support the growth of the podcast and support the continuation of the podcast, you can do that through the Patreon account. Uh, and by doing so, you will also get access to extra bonus episodes and other cool little things that we've got coming up. Um, so if you would like to support the podcast and get access to bonus episodes, uh, please consider checking out the Patreon. That is patreon.com slash unlocking British English. And the second thing, as always, if you would like to download the transcript for this episode so that you can read along while you are listening, you can do that for free on the website. That is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. So, let's get into it. 1,000 hours of Spanish immersion. Well, first of all, let's talk about what I mean by Spanish immersion or active immersion. What am I talking about? So, what I mean by this basically is just exposing myself to the language. So, immersion would just be like media immersion, right? So, series, YouTube, films, books, any kind of content um, in Spanish. So, engaging with any of that type of content, that is what I would consider immersing. And so, when I talk about active immersion, what I'm talking about is being actively focused on what I'm doing, trying to understand it, as opposed to, for example, passive immersion, which might be something like uh, I'm in the kitchen cooking something, doing other stuff, but I have uh, the radio on in the background, I have a podcast on in the background. So I can hear it and I'm sort of listening to it, but it's I'm not focusing on it, right? So when I talk about active immersion, what I'm talking about is being immersed in some sort of media content, watching or engaging some sort of media content and being actively focused on it while I'm doing so. So I'm not just putting something on in the background. Um, and so, yeah, recently I passed 1,000 hours of this active immersion. So I spent over 1,000 hours watching YouTube videos and TV shows, reading books, listening to podcasts, etc. in Spanish. And I thought, given that that's quite a cool milestone, it was my uh, first big goal with Spanish to reach 1,000 hours, I thought I'd talk about basically some of the things that I've learned from that process. So uh, that's what we're going to be getting into. So... The first thing that I want to talk about that I think is really, really important when we are thinking about our progress within a language, and especially um, for people that have goals of, of reaching a, a slightly higher level, the first thing that I realized is that language learning is a subconscious process, and a process that takes time. Okay, so what I mean by this is that the way that immersion learning works is not by 
taking every bit of information you see and trying to consciously analyze it, right? I don't grab every word I see, uh, translate it, look up all the different grammar rules, all this different stuff. What's happening is that I'm exposing myself to the language and I'm allowing my brain, my subconscious brain, to detect different patterns, to analyze different patterns, just to kind of see how this language works, because that is how we learn most things, right? We we need to be consciously engaged in an activity, uh, but most of the actual learning we do is subconscious, right? It's not stuff that we are actively thinking about in that moment. It's different systems and different parts of your brain that are able to detect when something repeats, when something becomes a pattern. And the more that your brain gets exposed to that pattern, the more times that it's able to detect that pattern, the better understanding you will have of how and why that works. Okay, so a lot of people, they want to try and study languages consciously, right? They want to try and consciously process everything. They want to try and understand everything first uh, and then have, you know, the immersion, have the input as this kind of secondary thing. You, they almost see it as like you learn the rule consciously and then you test it with input you test it by watching a series or watching a youtube video or something to see if it worked to see if you really understand it um, but language learning doesn't work like that it's an it's a subconscious process it requires patience and time so the real takeaway from this first point is trust the process because a lot of people they get frustrated they want to see clear obvious progress every single day and of course, when you're starting learning a language, you are going to see lots of progress quickly. But the, the further you develop with your skills, the smaller these increments of change are going to be, right? The smaller, um, the improvements that you, that you make will be smaller, right? They will be less noticeable. And so it becomes very easy to think, well, I'm not actually improving. I'm not actually getting better. I didn't learn five new words today, so I haven't learned anything. But it's not just about that. It's not just about learning new words. It's about becoming more and more confident about old words, about stuff that you've already seen, seeing them in so many different contexts, you start to get a clearer and clearer and clearer idea of how all these different things work, how these different parts of the language can be used um, to elicit different responses, uh, in what situations certain things might be normal, and others they might be inappropriate, and others they might be funny or comical. Um, Again, all of this comes from exposing yourself to the language and allowing your brain to just process all of this information, uh, to take its time and to build a, a working understanding of this language. So that's the first thing, is that language learning is a subconscious process that requires you to be patient, uh, to put the time in and to trust. Um, yeah, like I say, a thousand hours is a lot of time. So, you know, that's, that's how long it's taken me to get to a... Uh, a relatively advanced level of Spanish. I'm currently preparing to do the C1 exam, which is a, an advanced level exam, um, and, I, and I'm already fairly well prepared for that. Uh, I just need to work on the specifics of you know, what they ask for in the exam, um, but my actual understanding of the language and my ability to use it uh, is, is already more or less where it needs to be, and that's come just from the immersion, okay? 
So trust the process, be patient. Language learning is a subconscious process. Second point that I want to talk about today is about consistency. Okay, so consistency is key. And I think that in my opinion, at least, it is a lot better to do a little bit every day than it is to do a couple of days here or there where you're more intense. For example, it's better to do um, half an hour a day, right, than it is to do four hours every Saturday. Now, if you do four hours every Saturday, that is more hours in that week than you would have done if you do half an hour uh, a day. But the problem is that you're not being consistent. And the consistency here is really key because, as I talked about before, you know, the key here is to expose yourself to the language, to let your brain see these different uh, phrases, these different systems, these different linking tools, and just uh, start to slowly understand how they get pieced together through the exposure to the context. It's a lot harder to do that if there are big gaps in between your exposure to this language, okay? So if you are able to expose yourself to a little bit every day, you're going to see these little words, see these little phrases and structures every day, and that consistency is going to help you to get a better understanding of that quicker because Learning is not just about repetition and memorizing, right? It's about trial and error. You have to learn something, get it wrong, fix it, get it a bit more right but still wrong, fix it again, and so on and so forth. And that is how we learn, that's how we develop. And so your what your brain essentially is going to do if we oversimplify this process is it's going to it's going to learn a little bit of information, it's going to assume that it understands it, it's going to try and apply that model to the real world, it's going to say, right, this is how this works, so this is what's going to happen now, and that the, the, the result is going to be different, or it's going to be wrong, right, and then you're going to go, your brain's going to, again, it's going to make some corrections, update its information based on what it's, what it's seen, etc, etc, so it's it's a it's a process of small mini corrections okay and so that requires multiple exposures to one thing before you understand it it's not good enough just to see a word translate it and then say i know that word with some words you'll probably remember that word but what you need is to see that word multiple times in multiple different contexts um, and if you are able to do a little bit each day to be consistent, you are going to get a lot more out of it. So 10 minutes every day is better than two hours uh, every Saturday. Okay, it might not seem like a lot, but that 10 minutes is going to it's going to pile up, right? it's going to add up over time. And more importantly than the actual amount of time is the consistency. Right, it's the uh, how often we can expose ourselves to these things. So that is the second thing that I've realized is that the consistency is the most important thing. If you can do something every day, you are going to see a lot more progress and a lot more consistent progress. You're not going to see so many of these uh, plateaus, right, where you reach that medium intermediate level and you feel like you get stuck. Um, you're going to, you know, you're going to continue to prove. So Consistency is key. Even if you can only do a little bit each day, that is better than trying to just cram two or three hours in uh, on the weekend when you feel like you have a bit more time. So do something every day. 
The third thing that I want to talk about is something that I've not talked. Uh, sorry, <laughs> something that I have talked about before on the podcast. So I'm not going to go super in depth with it, but it's still important um, to note, and it's, that's that grammar study comes later. Okay, to start trying to build an understanding of how a language works based on the grammar rules isn't going to work all that well um, for multiple reasons I have another episode talking about you know is grammar that important and I also have another episode talking about how I personally approach trying to improve my grammar um, with Spanish but uh, the reason that I wanted to talk about the grammar study coming later today is actually um, has been inspired by by Reddit um, I don't know if I'm sure most of you have heard of Reddit the website is quite uh, quite popular um, there's different forums where people talk about all different stuff and so of course there are different forums that talk about language learning and so uh, you know I, I follow some of the language learning forums some of the you know Spanish learning forums and things like that um, and I don't use Reddit very often to be honest and recently I remembered why uh, why I don't use it very often and what I'm talking about is that whenever I go onto Reddit and onto the Learn Spanish forum I always end up leaving feeling more confused than when I started and the reason for that is because I find that in those threads people ask a lot of questions about certain grammar issues about whether to use this word or that word uh, why is the subjunctive used here and not here blah 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 um, maybe even just simple little things you know conjugations and stuff like that um, but often what you see is that when you're looking at it from an outside perspective I, I see a lot of things a lot of people asking questions where I go hmm I never thought of that like I never realized that there was one rule for this and one rule for that but what I realize is I actually use those rules irregardless of not knowing about them so I'm looking at these different questions these different query, uh, queries sorry these different um, struggles that people are having and it's not that people are asking silly questions or questions they shouldn't ask or anything like that that's not the case at all it makes perfect sense that uh, people would you know try and find answers to these questions but it's because they're trying to understand the language from a theoretical perspective before giving themselves enough of the actual practical experience and again this is kind of what I talked about before right it's not you don't learn grammar and then test it uh, with content right you learn the language through your exposure to that's to that language in context and then grammar is used to to clean up your use of that language right it adds a little bit of detail adds a bit of nuance here or there it cleans a few things up makes a few things a little bit clearer but really what you should be doing with grammar is just using it to help you understand those couple of extra little things that haven't made themselves obvious through your just normal immersion right through your general exposure to the language so um, it's again like I've said before it's not that grammar study is incorrect and it's not that you shouldn't ever ask questions about grammar but what I often find is that people are they're trying to understand all of the grammar before they have a, a truly robust working understanding of that language uh, and it should go the other way start with your immersion start to get a basic understanding of the language and then when you go to look at some of these little details when you start to go okay right here they say this word and they don't say this word and i still really can't understand why 
that grammar explanation isn't going to confuse you. It's not going to end up giving you more questions than you had before. It just clears up this one little thing. So uh, there's nothing wrong with studying a little bit of grammar. You know, everyone learns a little bit differently, but don't make it your your principal um, learning tool and, and don't have that as your starting point right expose yourself to the language get a working understanding of how that language works more or less and then you know clear up those final things with the grammar at the end so grammar study comes later that's the the third thing and the fourth thing the final thing that I want to talk about today I think is actually one of the most important things um, because it kind of relates to to everything not just the uh, the, the mode of study and all these kind of things, but motivation and, and, and con different stuff. You know, we talked about consistency. Um, you know, this relates to that as well. And so the fourth point that I want to make, the final thing that I want to talk about today, is that the language isn't the subject, right? The language isn't the subject. What do I mean by that? When you are learning English as a foreign language, you're not studying the language of English, you are studying, you're learning about the world, right? You're learning about any, any range of different things, but you're doing that in English. So I think the mistake that a lot of people make, uh, especially when they're not necessarily super familiar with the idea of immersion, of, of learning just through input for exposure to the language, is that to learn English doesn't require you to study information about the English language. What's required of you is to engage with the English language. And however you can expose yourself to this language, however you can try and engage with this language, is going to help you build a better and better understanding of it. So don't just study about the language. Study whatever you want. Learn about whatever you want. This is the whole... Uh, to me, this is one of the coolest thing about languages is that they are not the subject in and of itself, right? If, you, if you're learning about physics, you're studying physics. You're studying that subject and that subject only, but that's not how languages work. We can, you can learn English um, just by watching cooking shows. You can learn English by watching uh, gangster movies. You can learn English by listening to certain types of of music, um, or any any random mixture of all kinds of different things. So. I think this is a trick that a lot of people miss is that you can use the language to learn new things, expose yourself uh, to new worlds. You know, for example, I use the example of cooking and stuff because that's in my mind at the moment because that's something that I do a lot uh, with Spanish recently. I've been watching a lot of like cooking shows like master chef celebrity and stuff like that and um, I've started trying to actually make some of these little recipes from this show so I'm, I'm i'm writing the recipe down in spanish i'm going to the shop with my list of stuff of the food written out in spanish and i i i make the food based on this little recipe that's all in spanish and i'm engaging with that process in spanish with the language is so much more uh, beneficial, it's so much more effective than it would be for me to just, for example, write out a load of flashcards with uh, all the vocabulary for that recipe. So this word means this bit of food, this is the verb for, you know, this action or whatever. Um, 
and so I think it's really important that we remember this and we keep this in mind uh, is that you, you know the study of English doesn't require you to focus on information about the language itself you can learn anything you can do anything you can uh, you know what well, I've talked a lot about um, replacing current uh, activities that you have current things that you do in your life with English, you know, if you like to just watch a lot of TV shows when you finish work, well, watch English TV shows when you finish work, you know, etc, etc. That way you don't have to think about trying to carve out a massive amount of time for you to be able to study English. Um, and all of that's great, obviously doing stuff that you already do in, in English is definitely going to help. Uh, but learning new things, exposing yourself to to whole new worlds is, is also something very interesting that you can do. So I guess basically the point is don't wrap yourself up too much excuse me don't wrap yourself up too much in the in the study of the the language itself you don't need to learn just about how the english language works you just need to use the english language however you go about doing that is going to help you it's going to benefit you so the overall takeaway i guess from this experience a thousand hours of spanish is that the more you expose yourself to the language the better understanding you will have of that language the better understanding you have of a language the easier it's going to be for you to feel like you can speak that language and so yeah in the end it comes down to find stuff that you're interested in find stuff that's relevant to you and immerse in it expose yourself to it uh, and don't get too bogged down in all of the details because it's a subconscious process your brain is going to work out over time uh, so yeah I guess that is um, everything that I wanted to cover today everything that I wanted to talk about in today's episode so that is more or less what I have learned from over a thousand hours of, of active Spanish immersion um, if you are interested in asking questions about like the, the way that I actually learn if you have some more specific questions or you want some help specifically with your journey again please feel free to get in contact you can contact me on instagram at unlocking british english you can email me unlocking british english at gmail.com and so yeah i'm gonna leave it there for now but thank you very much for listening i hope you guys enjoyed it and i look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode <laughs>